0: Hello, welcome back And I'm here today for the final exam um, Trying to answer the question Do you think that our lives Could be fully private With Excuse me, with the technologies already accessibly ready Excuse me And my answer is No I don't I don't because privacy is never going to be private it just isn't and it's really honestly it's sad to think about but it's the truth um what is known as private is not private anymore and um that's mainly because of social media um there's a lot of things that we do on social media um, you can take pictures, um, you can create blogs, you can, um, well, obviously you can create blogs, but I mean, you can create web pages. um, you can take pictures and actually tag people. You can, um, you can actually get on, um, like Verizon wireless, uh, app actually and check your call records. Like and you know stuff like that stuff like that actually gets um sold to third party uh people who are wanting to do with whatever information they want to do with that. Uh, whether that's positive or negative. But privacy is more important because as it is in our Fourth Amendment, which provides that the right of the people to be secure in their response, persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing that the place to be searched. And other persons were things to be seized, as Jed Rubinfield has urged, argued, excuse me, that specific language language that we have a right to be secure in our person's houses and papers and effects. is indeed perhaps a particularly good way to describe the right because government surveillance and other accusations of information affects our sense of security. Now, not all of that is in there for the amendment, but... um, uh, stopping at the person who thinks to be seized um, you know that's kind of like what we're talking about um privacy that is privacy, but that's not an aspect of like they didn't write to say that <clears throat> they didn't say that you know what I'm saying you had to have privacy, but like it's kind of like written. And understood that like you carry that out Into The world or um, Social media Because that's what we're talking about And I got that from I got that statement From Let me see real quick I got that from Smith M And um, Henny Or Hen B and Von Voigt, June, 2012 of June, uh, big data privacy issues in public social media. Um, and, you know, privacy is not really valued anymore, actually, because there's a lot of things that we do that we put out on the internet, <clears throat> excuse me. And it, it's a problem because, you know what I'm saying, when we express ourselves, we like to take pictures and we like to write, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and when we take pictures, uh, it says here in Henderson SE 2012 Expectations of Privacy and Social Media uh, Review, Mississippi College Law Review um, says a more critical case in our view is the non link tagging of photos. In this case, a free text tag contains identifying information and or malicious comments. However, this is no automated mechanism to inform a user that he was named in or uh, near a piece of media. The named person might not even be a member of the service where the media was uploaded. The threat of this kind of linking is significantly different to one depicted above, while the immediate damage can be smaller since no automated notification is sent to friends of the user. The threat can remain hidden for far longer. The person can remain unaware of this media, whereas others can stumble upon it or be informed by peers. So, that within itself is a form of uh, privacy being violated. Because, you know, saying you could be with, you could actually be with somebody. So let's use an example. You you could actually be with somebody, and let's say something goes down, and you were actually involved, but there's a picture taken of you in the background, and then the other party sees it um and they might be upset because something or something happened or something was said that they felt like you could have told them even though you didn't you could be the one or the person or they could be the person um that didn't even know what was going on but but, but only because they were in the back of the um picture or video per se um they are flagged for that and they could actually not even know what's going on um and it's you know it actually goes in further detail to say um in particular in the context of the social web there is an increasing awareness of the value potential risk of the personal data which we voluntarily upload to the to the web you know saying we voluntarily upload that to the web so you know saying some of this information that gets out yes it is our fault but like it that's just what we do with information we put it on the web we're always trying to gain more information like uh, putting your putting a picture on the web, like you're trying to gain more information, also lets your privacy, um, uh, uh, like I guess privacy uh, door open, <laughs> like you allow more people to your privacy, like so, like when people try to look for likes and stuff on the internet, they're looking for likes, like they that like we're gaining more data by like sensing like what people like about us, you know what I'm saying? Um, B G G and Leo H. 2018, Privacy and Social Media, Identification, Mitigation, and Applications. They say, we overview the traditional privacy models for structured data and discuss how these models are adopted for privacy issues in social media. We formally define two types of privacy leakage disclosures that covers most of the existing definitions in the literature. Privacy preserving techniques were first introduced for tabular and micro data with the emergence of social media, the issues of online user privacy was raised. Researchers then focused on studying privacy leakages, issues, as well as, excuse my language, or not language, but um, excuse me if I miss say this, Animization, anonymization and privacy preserving techniques specialized for social media data. So it was only because we found leakage and uh, ways to um, analyze like how things slip through privacy or how it can be breached, we've like found a way to do that and breach it. Like so therefore within itself, that is a form of privacy breach. So it it's like these systems and and computers or algorithms are set up to win all the time. To gain more data all the time. So um That within itself is Telling you that like we can never be Private because we have laptops Computers, phones Um, excuse me Our watches, um You know, things like that That are always Um Tracking our location or Or recent location Um, so it's never That we're, we have privacy It's just that we We post where we're at, we say where we're at, we tell people where we're at, like, all the time, um, just by small things that we don't realize. Um, What I found interesting, too, with um, Smith M. Scott, uh, or Smith M., uh, with the big data privacy issues in public social media, um, was that best captured by Conan O'Brien in December 7, 2011 dig at Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg, some hacked into Facebook and leaked and leaked Mark Zuckerberg's private photos. When Zuckerberg realized someone had showed up a blatant disregard for his privacy, he actually hired them. Now, see, we all can't do that. We actually can't hire somebody who actually hacked us. We all can't do that. Uh, but, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, he, you know saying, he's got a lot of money. He can do that. So, uh, but he actually hired them. But for the most, but for most, privacy is not important Value and that has been true historically, at least in representative governments. And that is true, that is true. Like, you value your privacy just as much as somebody else. And how can you expect somebody else not to value their privacy? Now, I mean, there's people out there that don't care, but a percentage of this world, um, I would say care about their privacy. And, um, I mean, and going back to the whole laptop thing, you know, our. Um, camera you know what I'm saying it can be tapped it can be tapped you know what I'm saying now most of our most of our um, faces and voice recognition and all that stuff is already out there because they can hack in into phones too I mean come on now it's always going to be impossible in my opinion it's going to be impossible and actually I really don't even want to say opinion I really want to bump that up to be factual because we are always going to use technology So until then, you know what I'm saying? I I just don't believe that it it will be possible. Um, And for example, Wayne Y., Leon P., G. Scott, uh, and others of 2013 May Privacy Nudges for Social Media, an exploratory Facebook study. This was a study now. It says profile picture nudge both P2 and P3 reported the profile picture nudge made them think about their privacy settings and the content of their posts. P3 reported having changed privacy settings of one of the posts because she saw a picture of a person she did not recognize. When looking at her behavioral data in our system logs, we noticed that during the treatment period, she changed her privacy settings from friends to friends, except ex- acquaintances. She posted, survive one of the craziest, most exhausting days ever. Based on the stored store type history, excuse me, typing history of this post, we also found that the post was edited from the original. Definitely, just had one of the craziest, most exhausting days ever. PT, re- excuse me, P two reported that she ended up canceling a couple of posts because of the profile picture nudge. She actually explained that she once canceled a negative post. There wasn't any swear words, swear words or anything, but it was a middle, uh, it was a snide remark. And then one of the pictures that popped up was one of the people I worked with. It's probably not the best idea. She volunteered that she is often careless when posting on Facebook. And Nudge made me change. It didn't make me think. Excuse me. Made me change. It did make me think. She added that she could probably benefit from sentiment Nudge as well, especially if she could configure a dictionary of curse words she normally uses. That is somebody admitting that that type of stuff works. You know what I'm saying? That privacy type stuff works trying to implement, like, positive privacy usages. Like, she literally changed what she did just so um, her name wasn't a part of something that was bad. You know what I'm saying? And we need some more stuff like that. But until that happens, I don't think that Wylie, Leon, P.G. Scott, with privacy nudges for social media and exploring face, uh, Facebook study, um, Smith, you know what I'm saying, uh, M. Smith, C. Henby and Von Voigt, uh, 2012 June, Big Data Privacy Issues in Public Social Media. You know what I'm saying? On Digital Ecosystem and Technologies. Um, Henderson S.E., Expectation of Privacy in Social Media, Mississippi College Law Review. And Beg G. uh, -G and Leah H., 2018, Privacy in Social Media. Uh, identification, mitigation, applications. I don't think any of them. Without saying those, and those are not me just trying to plug my sources. I did plug all four of my sources, but until all them, until all that happens, and we take all that information and use it in a positive way, you know what I'm saying and try to implement that, our information will never be private. Will never have privacy, and that's just the fact of the matter. It's true. Now not you know what I'm saying I'm not saying that like everything needs to be private but there's some things that just really just truly really need to be private because things can happen you can get in trouble um and all sorts of bad stuff can happen but it is good for like criminal usage because the FBI can use it for great things to, to catch bad people but other than that my last thoughts of the conclusion are that it'll never be possible and and I just don't believe that would be even close, not even the next decade or so. But thank you for coming to the podcast. And um, I enjoyed having um, your class and I actually learned how to do uh, something that I wanted to do later on down the road, which is have a podcast one day. So thank you. And I enjoyed um, I enjoyed everything you put us through uh, this semester. I hope you have a great summer and the rest of the spring.